Well, it was good while it lasted, guys. Uh, you're gonna have to. Where are you? Where are you going? We where cooked pretty for nine episodes before where you going? Dwayne the Rock Johnson killed me in my home. He lives in Great Falls. His podcast. I I don't know, dude. He just left. Well, I don't think we have very long here. Right? Okay, so we need to just hammer this out then. We yeah, need let's to just, just get one last, yeah. one last hurrah. I've always Clark wanted Hodges. this exact podcast to be the last thing people ever, you know, heard yeah, about. Yeah, this episode, this is the culmination of all of our talents, <laughs> all of our passion, all of our love we put into the food that we make. Yes. It's all right here. It's, it's- all right. Precisely why we're talking about rhubarb this week because I was so disappointed in in rhubarb. I I'm just gonna be honest. <sighs> rhubarb, rhubarb, rhubarb. I why? feel like I should have written a poem about this. I why tr- uh, trying to get like a, a a a solid savory rhubarb recipe, <sighs> and it's just kicked my butt, man. It's kicked my butt. I don't know. I don't. I mean, I've made some decent stuff, but mm. it just, it just kind of. I I don't understand why people are obsessed with rhubarb. Like, oh, you can make pie with it. It's like, well, hey, you can make pie with it. Well, I know you can, but what else? Um, I, don't, I have no, I have no space in my kitchen for one-dimensional ingredients. I'm sorry. Wow. Okay. Well, how about you, like. Okay, let me walk the listeners through this a little bit. Our challenge okay. this week was All rhubarb. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, um, I, 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 I kind of, I just got fired up a little bit. I'm sorry. I started off. No, that's okay. That's okay. The rock was here. I, I don't know. It just. That was it, the it, weirdest three minutes. You, you just keep <laughs> making stranger and stranger introductions to this thing. Um, <laughs> so. This is slowly gonna morph back. <laughs> Back into into the echo. Yeah, this is just because into our the last echo podcast. slowly turned into <laughs> me cook pretty. Awesome. It's just going to be an undulating, amorphous sphere of uh, of aimless creative energy. Right before this, I'm like Riley, you, you're running this episode, right? You're going to keep us on track, and he said, yeah, yeah. "I'm going to keep us on track." This is this is on track. <sighs> Good lord. Okay, the challenge: rhubarb. Cook with it. The cook. results mixed. Mixed, but before we talk about what worked, let's talk about what really didn't work. Let's talk about some burnt ends. So, I think I mean I don't know if this counts as a burnt end. Uh, it's definitely mm-hmm. what I'm going to what I'm going to say for mine this week, though. Um, you be the judge of if this counts or not. Okay. Um, yeah. I tried and tried and tried and sampled and sampled and sampled and tried to convince myself that raw rhubarb was good and it wasn't. It's never good. <laughs> it's so 
it's so tart and weird and stringy and it's just it's sour celery well but you end up with like this sort of small fibrous mass that you cannot chew down anymore yeah Um, good point I mean, also, are you just folks, dunking uh, it in sugar? Because that's kind of the proper way. Is you just oh you god, just no, dip this the end just, in sugar. This is just right off the plant. Okay, um, okay. folks. Uh, a safety disclaimer: Do not eat rhubarb leaves. Uh, oh yeah, just, don't eat rhubarb leaves. That's so one thing know. we did not cook pretty with. They have oxalic. I think that's the name for it. Oxalic acid. Yeah, sure. Them. Sounds good. Um, <clears throat> and it's a it inhibits your kidneys somehow. Um, mm. It, it would take about 10 pounds of rhubarb leaves to have any sort of potentially fatal effects, but it could, that many pounds of rhubarb leaves could cause your kidneys to shut down. So please, please, please don't eat Wait, rhubarb leaves. It takes 10 pounds? Yeah. Of leaves? Mm-hmm. Okay, so why don't we just eat it? Yeah, right? I know. Like nobody's... Uh, <sighs> I misunderstood the scale of this. I thought it's like you eat a rhubarb no, no, no. leaf. Yeah, it's a ton. You have to eat a ton of rhubarb leaves. Well, then we should just have it in salads and stuff. That would have made this much easier. Yeah, I know. But Oh, Riley. I don't I don't think the flavor is very good. I don't know. I haven't tried them. Hmm. Okay. So your but, whole thing, your whole burnt end is that you raw don't rhubarb is not good. Like it raw. Okay. Um <laughs> Yeah. And, I, and that's how I tried to use it. A couple of times, and and one wow. time it worked, and I'll I'll share that later. But I tried to leave it in kind of its truest form a few times, and yeah. Anyway, uh, you, you what? Okay, there's a lot to talk about here. There's a lot to break down, but we'll we'll get through this section here <sighs> because I do have some advice for the raw rhubarb portion okay. of things um, okay. that really helps. Uh, okay, my burnt end. I I burnt a pie real bad. <clears throat> <laughs> It, okay, not real bad. Uh, uh-huh. I think the agreement my friend and I came to is it's better than some store-bought pies that I've had, but it's worse than other store-bought pies I've had. That, so that it's does like, paint a pretty accurate picture of a entirely sub-mediocre pie. Yeah, it's like, yep, I'll eat it. <laughs> sure. Hmm. Yeah, because store-bought pies, uh, I, I, they max out at about a 4 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't um, as good as any diner pie I've had. Yeah. Not at all. Like, not even, like, Perkins well, pie. diner pie is just, like, yeah. I mean, you yeah. might as well just put a tablespoon in a big old thing of Crisco and call it good. Ooh, speak my language. So, yeah, I uh, the recipe that I followed says, like, okay, for the first half hour of baking the pie, you keep the temperature at 400. And then for, like, the next hour you turn it down to 350 or 325 or something like that. Mm-hmm. So there, there comes a point where you're supposed to turn the oven down. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do that. I set uh, an alarm. Huh. The alarm went off. I opened up the stove oven and I looked at it and I'm like, that's a pie. It's, uh, it's still in there. And I... <laughs> so you forgot what the <laughs> alarm was for? <clears throat> <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> Yes, I did. I I went and I looked and well, I'm like, hey, okay. Hey, Dwayne, no, it's actually Clark that doesn't have any talent. I'm sorry, I misheard that. <laughs> oh, no, you okay. can come back now. Wow. <laughs> Thank goodness. Really dodged that bullet. <laughs> really dodged. Oh, I love that Dwayne though. I Johnson. love picturing you walking up to your stove. <laughs> 
all excited that you've got a pie in the oven. Yeah, and I'm like, and a timer went off. <laughs> why you set an alarm on your phone. You're like, oh, hey, there's a pie in my oven. That's cool. Close that's the door. Great. Yep. And uh, so okay. that's good. And then I set a second alarm, and I'm like, oh, that was my half hour alarm. Now I set the hour alarm. <sighs> wow nicely yeah. done nicely done that thanks um, i think that actually counts see mine's mine's a bit more <laughs> yeah yours uh, is simple but uh um, yeah nope i i burnt a pie <laughs> and yeah i also uh, i don't know I, I guess i'll talk about it in the meat and potatoes it was marginally a success but i it, one of my savory would, dishes would you say it was a marginally a success Ooh, no, but I do have more to say about that. Okay, great. <laughs> but first, I, I don't want to, I was about to do like a cheesy introduction, but I'm not yeah. going to. <laughs> Kitchen update. It's, it's like Cook Pretty B-Sides right here. <laughs> Kitchen update. Let's go. good stuff um, be careful it, you yeah. sing you sing much more than that i'm gonna start the episode with a super clip of you singing again oh no this is why <laughs> this is why i try to do that all off mic uh <laughs> kitchen update okay you spoke of margarine you said yeah. the word margarine as a uh -huh. as an attempt at a pun mm -hmm. yeah yeah uh, no it was a pun i think uh, you missed it sure do you need me uh, to explain it to you no because margarine sounds like margin oh okay no i get yeah, it yeah yeah. now it's really funny thanks man yeah uh, no, you're welcome i i bought and cooked with vegan butter <clears throat> whoa yeah and uh you know what look at Works you fine. yeah what brand melt oh yeah that's not so bad it, it wasn't so bad. Yeah. Don't leave it on your counter overnight because nope. it lives up to its name. <laughs> you yeah. uh, keep that stuff refrigerated, boys and girls. Um, but I made a streusel with it, and the cool. streusel actually worked out. Not quite the same as regular butter, but I I also never measure a streusel. I never, like, when I do you a kinda, streusel. You've, you've got huh? the streusel touch, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just put ingredients into a bowl, and, and, and it just becomes a streusel but now i know to use a little bit less flour when i'm using the vegan stuff which is fine that's uh, easy. yeah yeah no um, problem that's so, the reason yeah yeah so kitchen update i now uh one animal product that i was kind of having a hard time reconciling the loss of uh oh man turns out there's a perfectly reasonable plant-based alternative yeah like, there there are all sorts too there's some really good stuff out there they're just really expensive, but this one was on sale for cheaper than regular butter. So I'm just going to get a whole bunch of it. So. Wow. Yeah. Might, might as well, I guess. While yeah. It's, while it's there. Um, I, I mean, it's not necessarily cheap stuff. It's just. Yeah. But it lasts yeah. a long time and you freeze it. and Yeah. yeah. So Sweet. I'm happy. That's one more, uh, one more way I can. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm not a bleeding heart for the animals, but we should probably stop doing so much stuff with their stuff. So, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, I have a whole yeah, I, I know, whole I know, I know. Mountain Let's of things to say about that, but I'm not going to because that's not my time or place or even my my duty to do that. So, other kitchen update cocktail shaker. I got yeah. one. 
Oh, you got a cocktail shaker. Shika, 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 shika. Wow, I have you not like show. randomly inherited one of those from another roommate yet? Shiggity, shiggity, shiggity. Uh, you know, I probably have, and I probably left it in the drawer of whatever apartment I. Yeah, see, that's of. that's usually what happens to those. Is like somebody <laughs> moves out and is like, "What the fuck is this thing?" I'm just, oh, excuse me. <clears throat> what what is this thing? Uh, and, uh, explicit tag again, Riley. Ah! Nine episodes in a row. <laughs> <laughs> that's every episode of our show. <laughs> uh yep yep i don't know i'm i'm sure i've owned one in the past but uh yeah. now i own another one and i know where it is so <laughs> whoa that's that's a huge upgrade for the your cocktail shaker is living a much better life than most yeah yeah it's in the back seat of my car but <laughs> <laughs> i know that it's there as any good cocktail shaker should be <laughs> yeah the cops are gonna be like really really buddy <laughs> oh i swear <laughs> Just, I swear, I was making a, a, a virgin Girl Scout cookie drink. <laughs> Grasshopper. There we go. That's the word. <laughs> oh, boy. It really helps to have the name of that cookie so you don't have to explain Girl Scout cookie drink. <laughs> I boy, mean, okay. I was kind of inferring. Yeah, yeah. What's your uh, kitchen update, buddy? I ordered a food dehydrator today, and I'm really excited <laughs> about it. For your expansive counter space? Uh, well, <laughs> I'm more of a buy first, ask questions later kind of person when it comes to space in my kitchen. Okay, okay. Um, but the way I see it, my garden plot this year is way bigger than I'm going to be able to handle. Um, ah, okay. And I already have, like, I don't know, probably 30 to 40 square feet of mint that's growing that Holy I need to dry crap. at an accelerated pace. Yeah. And then I was thinking, huh, I also have a lot of morels in the fridge right now that like I put them on everything, but I still can't use them fast enough. I hate you. Go on. Uh, I, <laughs> I like to make my own powders out of whole foods, out of like uh, oh, lemon yeah. peel and orange peel, that kind of stuff. And yeah, yeah, yeah. All that kind of like tomatoes, everything. Um, and I was like, well. The common thread here is that I need to remove moisture from food. Hmm. And hmm. there happens to be a tool for that. Yeah. And, and I'm also going on a really big well. uh, uh, a big backpacking trip in the middle of July. And okay. I kind of want to try making for, for dinner one night, I kind of want to try making instant ramen from all homemade stuff. Ooh. In the dehydrator. That'd be cool. I'll dehydrate little trays of broth dehydrate mushrooms dehydrate tofu make the noodles dehydrate those hmm. all that stuff and then just put them in little bags and add hot water we're gonna have to definitely definitely talk about that on an episode yeah absolutely um so but take pictures for sure that that <clears throat> shows up on thursday uh i can't wait to get I, i'm because i've got more mint than i know what to do with i've got more parsley than i know what to do with i've got mm. more oregano than i know what to do with yep yep I've yep. got more spinach than I know what to do with, and I'm just going to dry it and grind it up into spinach powder and use it for whatever I need a little touch of leafy green huh. in, you know? That would have been handy for the green challenge, I guess. Right, yeah. And yeah. whatever smoothies or soups or whatever. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Rather than just letting it kind of sit there and let the bugs have it. I mean... That, yeah. No, that it, makes a lot of sense. So... Because um, it can only live in the refrigerator for so long. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, and it's just—I mean, I—I I think there's a lot of value in using something as you pick it, basically. 
yeah. rather than storing it. Um, and I think something about drying it right off the right off the plant seems yeah. better than like having it in your fridge for two weeks and then like, oh, well, I'm not going to use this. Might as well dry it. Yeah, it's this is closer to like picking it and then li- like immediately laying it out in the sun. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. kind of what I'm trying to mimic. So, ooh, um, you can make like a tea blend. Mm. Yeah, see, I, yeah. I got all sorts of ideas, all sorts. <laughs> dry out, yeah, dry out ginger and turmeric and all and, that kind uh, of mint. Yeah, cool. Oh yeah, very cool. Yeah, I'm I'm super pumped about it. Um, hmm. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Uh, and it's it's super cool. It's got nine trays in it, and it's got like <laughs> what okay. trays that have the trays that are solid on the bottom, so you can dehydrate liquids, and um, all huh. sorts of good stuff. So, okay, I'm pretty psyched. That's neat. And and added bonus, bought uh-huh. it all with Amazon credit. Yes. Didn't oh. pay a single dime. It oh, that's the best. Incredible. It's oh. like well. Ah, it just it just feels good sometimes, you know. What a feeling! What a right. great yeah, man. Life is good. <laughs> Life is good, Riley. It is. It is a, an unnecessarily large appliance for my kitchen that I have very limited space in. Yeah. Next yeah, to the juicer and the coffee grinder and the sous vide <laughs> and the uh, electric kettle and the food juicer. dehydrator and the yeah. KitchenAid and oh, but. <sighs> Yeah, I get, I get so much enjoyment out of being in my kitchen and having all the things that I need to do what I want to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, also, I don't know if last episode if we talked about how good the kraut was that I made. Oh uh, boy, that's a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, um, anyway, I made gold beet turmeric. Kraut. Oh, we did talk about this. Yes. Oh man, I'm still working on it. I'm trying to save some because my parents want some, and I'm going up there in two weeks. But oh, um, <sighs> it's gonna be a long. Anyway, two weeks, I, I put a new batch in. Um, okay, good. Because the farmers market had their first batch of cabbage this week, so yes, I I bought two pretty decently sized heads, and man, it just like I wanted to eat it just <laughs> as as is by itself. <laughs> it was so you sweet could. and crispy and good. Um, you know, they just call that a, a slaw. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, <laughs> whatever, whatever. Yeah. No, that's cool. That's fine. Uh, I But instead I shredded it all and turned it into another batch of kraut. Um, okay. You'll thank yourself in three weeks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It And it, this time I almost filled that gallon jar that I have. Yes. So I've got a fully packed gallon jar of kraut on the way I'm pretty excited about fantastic this one's just this one's pretty simple it's just um uh mustard seed ginger cabbage salt oh that's very simple yeah no golden beets nope no beets this time i just wanted to have a nice clean crisp i really wanted to just highlight how good this fresh cabbage is Mm, that makes me happy yeah yeah, yeah, I'm all about that. Uh, sorry, I got I got distracted okay. there. I'm supposed to be the one keeping us on track. That's all right. I'm just excited about all sorts of stuff. I I have never been into making everything myself more than I have this year. It's just been it's been yeah. a huge leap of confidence for me in the kitchen and a huge leap of uh, a huge change in lifestyle. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just it's been nothing but but good. Um, and every step I make towards 
being able to do more for myself without having to without having to default to the the processed packaged foods and the the crap the dead food that we all eat you know Mm -hmm. Um, here we go okay yep (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna i'm just gonna throw the e-brake on real quick (laughs) i'm just excited to be able to preserve what i grow no i like it i dig it i dig it you know what else i really like you know it really gets me juiced you know it really doesn't dehydrate me riley what's that clark the squeeze oh boy let's go let's go let's squeeze now hello beautiful listeners i'm just dropping by real quick to tell you about a company that is near and dear to my heart and that company is elements catering out of billings montana now we all know that summer is a time for celebration there are graduations, family reunions, birthdays, anniversaries, so many reasons to just be outside with people that we love eating really good food. And Elements Catering wants to help you do just that. Now, Elements Catering isn't one of those like 20 pieces of fried chicken and some warm potato salad and some like unidentifiable warm bean salad. No, 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 no. They don't do that. This is a sophisticated catering company. All of their menus custom made i have watched these people cook for years now and i've never seen them do the same menu for an event it is incredible uh also when they're making that incredible custom food they're making as many things from scratch as possible i have watched these people just curl up noodle after noodle for one of their pasta dishes it is really amazing the amount of dedication and attention to detail that they will spend on each meal So if you're looking to maybe impress your in-laws or celebrate your birthday or maybe just reward your office for reaching a sales goal, Elements Catering is the best way to do it. If you want to learn more, go to elementscatering.co and reach out to them. Maybe ask what kind of menu they can make for you. Do you have allergies? That's fine. They can work around it. They're custom. Like, they're not stuck to some cookie-cutter menu thing where you just get to choose two options. No, 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 no. They don't care. They can work around anything. So yeah, reach out to them at elementscatering.co and let them know I sent you. Why not? Thanks, everybody. Enjoy the rest of the show. Uh, whew, really paid I'd, the bills I'd, there. I would We're close good. this out by saying let us squeeze you, but uh, that's mm, a little creepy, mm. I think. I'm looking at the lawyer and he's saying a big no on that one. Yeah, well, I'm glad he's there with you because I need says all sorts no. of help after we get done recording. So. Yeah, no, I called him in after like minute two i think uh yeah after we had to throw the explicit tag on there yep so he's just been standing here the whole time just face palming (laughs) Mm. after everything i say oh god here here he goes about the dead food again okay on the meat and potatoes riley (laughs) riley okay riley yeah so here's here's what worked for me okay can i can i just like i i know i i focus on my highlight pretty pretty okay yep Uh uh-huh but I, I just have to focus on my highlight again because I think it it so drastically outperformed everything else that I made. Ooh, okay, yeah, <clears throat> um, yeah. So, as you know, I was trying to use it in a raw form. Uh-huh. Um, and it being rhubarb, our secret ingredient for those that start the podcast at minute 27. <laughs> well, yeah, I typically, I when I listen to new podcasts, I typically skip to halfway through the episode and yeah, then continue. Yeah, yeah. So for this, those just tuning in, rhubarb, secret ingredient. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> so I was trying to stay true to, to using it kind of in its rawest form just to mm-hmm. just to see what it's all about, you know, what just to try and 
take advantage of its characteristics, which are stringiness, tartness, fibrousness, mm -hmm. and juiciness. Yes. Um, I would say top four. Uh, so I made, I was out at the garden space and we have a big old rhubarb plant out there. So I, I cut off a few stalks. Um, hmm. I ended up only using one for this recipe, but, uh, and then I took a bunch of, I had some, um, some red lettuce coming in and some baby kale and a little bit of spinach coming in. And so I picked a bunch of leafy greens. I came back home and made a kind of like lemon olive oil rhubarb vinaigrette. Oh, uh, yes. And let me tell you what, man, Oof. that worked. That that absolutely worked. Like the the tartness of that rhubarb mm. paired so well with lemon juice, and they really just kind of became one. They they became one flavor, but it was much deeper than lemon juice is. Hmm. Um, it had a lot yeah. more freshness and earthiness to it uh, from the rhubarb. But yep, um, yep. I totally know what you're talking about. Man, it was it was so surprisingly good. Uh, and you just blitzed that all in your ninja, right? Yeah. So I just did one. I just chopped roughly chopped one stock of rhubarb. Um, mm. Did the juice of half a lemon. I did a little more than half a lemon, but I'm saying I did half a lemon in hopes that you won't make the same mistake I did. It was almost too lemony. Ah, uh, only um, use half a lemon, people. Yeah, have <laughs> juice of half a lemon, uh, salt, pepper, and then mm. I did garlic. I like garlic in my vinaigrettes. Sure. Um, and I think that's it. I might have thrown in a few mustard seeds at the end because I like olive oil. Oh yeah, 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 olive oil. Well, there we yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, olive oil, and that's a uh, that's a three to one ratio uh, mm. on the um, fat to acid. Gotcha. So that's how you make a proper vinaigrette. Just in cool. case you were wondering. Anyway, I, uh, I rhubarb vinaigrette works really well. It's just that mm. flavor. I that's what I thought of right away when I first tried it raw this year it's like because mm -hmm. i knew we were going to do rhubarb as an ingredient so well yeah yeah i sampled it uh the first time we went out to that garden space and i i immediately thought hmm dressing it's it's gonna it, that's where this lives in my mind yep hmm cool vinaigrette Ugh. yeah yeah it i works. do love a vinaigrette right it just it completely you know people talk about eating salad for dinner and you're like and then what but yeah, with the but, right vinaigrette, man, mm -hmm. it can it can be just that. And we already learned throw a bunch of nuts on there. And oh like, yeah, you're you're actually getting a pretty good nutritional powerhouse. I put um I put a bunch of sesame seeds in the in the dressing after I had blended it, so they stayed whole. Yes, um, love it, love I, it, love sesame it. Sesame seeds are so so good. Mm. Yeah. Uh. So when it comes to raw rhubarb, okay, here are my mm -hmm. thoughts. Okay? okay. All right. Great. Okay, you get the stock, you peel it, okay? Peel it? You peel it. If you, if you, you can peel it. Like that, that top stringy layer of red stuff, like if you have a sharp enough knife and if you know what you're doing, you can just peel that top layer off, huh. all right? Okay. Okay, so you, you peel it to the best uh -huh. of your ability, uh -huh. so it's way less stringy. Uh-huh. Slice it very thin. Real thin. People always do like a coarse chop on rhubarb. Cut it real thin. Okay. And use it exactly as you would use pickles. Whoa. Just put it on a sandwich. Real thin slices. Put it on a sandwich. Roast wow. beef, cheese, okay. whatever. You just, if, if it was pickles, now it's rhubarb. Also, same goes for cranberries. If it was cranberry, now it's rhubarb. But 
that's okay. That that does, doesn't oh, work as well weird. on sandwiches. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, peel it, slice it very thin. Like cool. I like that. Thinner than a pickle. <laughs> yeah. Thinner <laughs> because than a pickle. Because it does it does but yeah. Oh boy, you'll get a nice little mm, just a nice little pop. Mm. <laughs> I like your I like your sound effects there. That's <laughs> doing a lot of foley work for, for <laughs> today. A lot of work here, yeah. So you'll just get this nice little brightness in a sandwich and if uh if there's a little bit of if you're a cheese eater or something like that, or cheese with a Z eater, uh it's just ooh, it really cuts through that like a nice dill pickle yeah uh, yeah yeah. i suppose it does fill the same role as as pickles do in sandwiches they break up the breadiness and the heaviness that people oh yeah. tend to put on sandwiches and yep and mm. rhubarb really uh as soon as you kind of get used to the idea that it's rhubarb and not a pickle like as soon as you adjust to that your body just treats it the same way where it's mm-hmm. like oops i accidentally got the whole pickle oh guess i'll just crunch on this pickle like it's the exact same thing. It once you get over the whole like I am eating rhubarb, uh, it's really good, especially in any sandwich with sprouts. For some reason, sprouts oh, and rhubarb are really good. I um, love I love me some sprouts. Yeah, yeah, and they kind of like mellow everything out. So even if you get some rhubarb in there, it's just mm, mm. so yeah. That's my raw rhubarb recommendation. Peel it raw rhubarb. Your, your raw rhubarb recommendation. Okay. That's right. That's what I went to college for, so I could say that <laughs> alliteration. Thanks, college. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's that. Um, cool. I that's, that's a great tip. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, definitely go use it. Um, let me know how it works for you. I don't know what you put pickles on because you don't eat that many sandwiches. But um, I any. Anything. Okay, cool. Anything yep. and everything I put I put like either kraut or kimchi or pickles on. Did you pickle any rhubarb? You know, uh I Because that's I, totally a thing. I, I tried, uh I don't think I had enough time okay. to do it. Uh I I cut myself short on that end of things. Um okay. I just I had some old pickle brine in the fridge, uh that I that oh, I like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I just chopped some up, and I think I should have chopped it thinner for the amount mm-hmm. of time that I had because it didn't really do a whole lot. Yep, yep. To it. Um, not nearly as much as I would like. It didn't make it as palatable as I wanted it to be. Uh, yeah. And that was just an overnight quick pickle, so um, I definitely could have improved my method there, but I I can definitely see the potential. Yeah, and I would use instead the same recipe like that you would use to pickle a red onion. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So something with white vinegar. Uh, that makes sense. Yes. Anyway, uh, I encountered the same problem because, like we were talking about, we were trying to get some savory variant of rhubarb. So, like, pickling kind of came to mind of, like, well, it makes it pretty not sweet. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I made a pickle relish Ooh. where it's, like – two cups of rhubarb like half an onion and then you add like vinegar brown sugar clove cinnamon salt and you just kind of like let it be on the stovetop uh my way of of uh hurrying along the process is well i made it on the stovetop so (laughs) yeah (laughs) kind of speeds things up real quick but you end up with mush um yeah so i made rhubarb relish kind of following a recipe and ignoring some parts of it because they were kind of trying to do something else with it. Um, 
it's pretty weird dude yeah i it, i was gonna say it sounds a little strange <laughs> yeah i mean it if you're comparing it to pickle relish it's really weird and it doesn't fit the same i know i just went on about how rhubarb and pickles are similar not when you cook them i'll tell you that uh-huh uh, okay <laughs> that's only... I, I imagine cooking brings out some of the sweetness of rhubarb yeah, well, and some like different parts of the tart. Anyway, only raw rhubarb is comparable to pickled pickles. Pickled yeah, pickles. okay. Uh, but no other variant of rhubarb should you compare to pickles. Uh, <laughs> so when I say the word relish, I want you to think more cranberry relish, mm, which is like, like more the, of a sauce than a yeah. It's more like of a, a sauce spread. Yeah, it's something that like you would dab a little bit of your like turkey into but you're not really sure what to do with it on Thanksgiving. Like, yeah. it's there, so it's supposed to go on your plate somewhere, but it's relish, not sauce, so why would you be eating <laughs> that? I don't know. So it's, it's uh, I have yet to find a good use for that. Uh, the recipe that I ignored uh, said to, like, put it on a roast beef sandwich, and I put it on a roast beef sandwich. <sighs> um, kind of lackluster. Yeah, not enough that it's a burnt end. I think it's me. I think it's my lack of imagination. I think it's me and the fact that I don't like normal relish. So yeah. like okay, yeah, why yeah. would I like rhubarb relish? Yeah, um, that that stands to reason. Yeah. So I made it right. It it doesn't taste bad. I'd let you try it. I'm not embarrassed by it. But um no clue what to do with it. And I have a lot of it. So. <laughs> um let's see. I have yeah, more of these, I, but we'll we'll trade off. What else? What else worked? So I, I I guess I never really tried it fully cooked. I never really went for traditional mm. preparation of rhubarb of like kind of reducing it, or at least I I picture that being traditional because it's usually yeah. just used with strawberries in a pie. Yep, and that's kind of it. Yep. Um, like from frozen, like you take yeah. it out of the freezer and dump it in. Yeah. Yep. It's which is such a shame that it's been reduced to that. Um, we just need to keep keep experimenting mm. um anyway okay. uh yeah, yeah. I, so i tried it on a stir fry um whoa and okay i put it i put it on right at the end kind of right as i was as i was stir frying as as good. all the ingredients yeah. were coming together yeah and just gave it a few good tosses in the wok um and that worked pretty well um hmm. okay. i kind of I wish I would have followed your advice. For some reason, I never thought throughout this challenge to cut it thinner. Uh, right? Most people just coarsely chop rhubarb. It's I've, everything I've seen. Like people just love those little uh, quarter, like half inch thick slices. They're nuts yeah. about it. Okay. Anyway, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I was like that too. But anyway, it's still kind of it still kind of worked. It grabbed some of the savory elements from the stir fry being soy sauce and miso which mm. are two of my staples i throw in stir fry but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um it went well with the dark leafy greens it had kind of a brightness to it that combated mm. the the overwhelming bitterness and and earthiness and darkness of of all the dark greens that i use good um, lord okay <laughs> I, I don't want to say overwhelming. Uh, it's not overwhelming once you cook it. If you were to eat this stuff raw, okay. it would be it would be a lot. Um, but so so it, I just so my I, hmm. 
Let's just hold up a second and, and wait for me to be able to talk. Um, okay, here <laughs> we go. You got this. Okay. So my idea, my inspiration for what I was going to do with rhubarb during this challenge, I kind of just thought about what would I do with a lemon? Oh, And, and okay. where does lemon, where do lemon and lime flavors go well? Okay. And, and I was thinking like pickle and cranberry. So we approach this from very different angles. Okay. Yeah, I guess I guess I picked up on the citrusy part uh, hmm. a lot more, and so that led me to uh, trying it in a bunch of um, a bunch of Asian style stuff like huh. rice bowls, stir fries, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, what I what I'm curious to do, and what I think what I think will lead us into the the ultimate question that we are hit with every episode mm -hmm. um, is. I think I will keep doing this in very limited capacity. Um, <laughs> During the rhubarb season? <laughs> yeah, because I have a yeah. giant rhubarb bush that I'm not going to let go to waste because yeah. I need to use most of it. But um, I would like to try uh, try putting some in some sort of fermented something or other. Hmm. And see Man. if fermenting rhubarb is a thing. Uh, if if listeners out there, if you know that you can't ferment rhubarb or that it makes it poisonous or something, please get at me before I kill myself. Um, okay, so real talk, though. You're approaching it like a lemon. Uh-huh. And we know preserved lemon is a thing. Yeah. So preserved rhubarb? Yeah, kind of what I'm thinking. That could I'm, be I'm thinking more of... More of more on the safe side of things as far as just <laughs> okay, making yeah. it making it a stereotypical like kraut or kimchi. Okay, that's fair. And yeah. having it in there as an accent, not the highlight. Okay, I dig it. I dig it. Yeah, but I I think it would do really well in that if you took a one stock, peeled it, cut it lengthwise, really thin, and then cut that in half and had like, kind of like these these oh four to six inch strands of rhubarb. Oh yeah, that could be really pretty too. Yeah. Um so I think that's I think that's hmm. how I'm going to approach that project. Very pretty. I like that. Uh, uh I'll try and find the inspiration to get back on Instagram. There you go. <laughs> get that put up. Get that inspo. Uh Okay, so before before we get it any further, I do want to mention rhubarb lemonade. Very good. Very oh, good. yeah. So and, speaking uh, of lemons, here we are. Yep, yep. Rhubarb lemonade, very good. And rhubarb sour mix, like an amaretto sour, whiskey Ooh. sour. Tangible. Um, <laughs> I never nailed down an exact recipe, but uh -huh. I know it's there. I know it's there. I think I just need more minds. I need more people. Uh -huh. Um because I more people like letting you know what giving you feedback on what it's tasting like well yeah and part of it is like my knowledge of alcohol is really limited mm -hmm. so like i think if i sat down with dan and kind of like presented him with the sour mix that i think is great if i presented him with this i feel like he would know like the type of whiskey it would go with whereas mm -hmm. me i'm like i don't know amaretto whiskey but he'd be <laughs> like I, I feel like he would taste and be like no 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 what you need is a rye or what you need is a bourbon like he would know the type of booze that would best cut through that um yeah whereas i just don't so yeah 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 anyway rhubarb in drinks i have no idea why the hell more places aren't doing this because it is so good i mean and it's abundant right now i mean you could get 
yeah you could get rhubarb cheaply locally and there are people doing like you know sparkling hibiscus have you had sparkling hibiscus where it's like yeah. really tart uh-huh. um yeah rhubarb does the exact same thing huh. and uh it's it's in your backyard so like yeah exactly uh, i know i yeah just, sparkling rhubarb drinks are excellent oh very good so that's yeah the, uh, if if nothing else this challenge made me hopeful for rhubarb made me want to explore further and and keep trying different things and keep testing its limits because i don't think i don't think anyone out there actually knows rhubarb's limits no because like it's one of those things rhubarb is so old it's been around for such a long time and yet like you said most people just know it as that thing that goes with strawberries in a pie or in my case i made a very good crumble Mm, very good uh but like you think for it being around as long as it has been like and and maybe it's just exposure maybe in the midwest or maybe um maybe in the dakotas even they have all sorts of uses for rhubarb but like just me growing up it was the pie thing so yeah yeah i i hold to the belief that if something needs a few cups of sugar to prop it up it's probably not that good to begin with yeah no, I understand what you're saying. So uh, there's got to be more to rhubarb because it's got <laughs> potential. We found some things that work with it and mm-hmm, work and mm-hmm. work for it. Um, so there's just... there's more out there, and it didn't require anything extra. Yeah, yeah. It rhubarb is so cheap. <laughs> like yeah, because God. it's just right there. If you don't know somebody with rhubarb, yes, you do. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Walk through an alley, like look in people's yards, knock on their door, and say, hey can I knock back your rhubarb bush? And they'll be like, please, thank you, Jesus. I've yeah. been needing to do that all spring. I've, we've You'll been say, eating pie for three months. <laughs> yeah, and it keeps growing back. Uh, yeah, it is it a really prolific does. plant, I'll tell you what. Yeah, it is very hardy. It is very hard to overcut your rhubarb. Um, yeah. Especially because you just pull it, you pull it out. Like, you don't even need to cut it out. You just yank it out, and it still just grows back. It's, it's yep. amazing. Anyway, um, so you already kind of answered this, but you're going to keep going? You're going to keep trying? I, I have a few things more that I would like to try. Um, okay. I am, I'm determined to breathe life into rhubarb because I, I'm sick and tired of people mistreating ingredients. I feel like we both kind of had this goal of, like, we're going to find out. So, like, I, I think we were both trying not to communicate with each other about what we were cooking. Yeah, because we wanted we wanted our own ideas to yeah. kind of become fleshed out. But I feel like if we had talked like a week ago, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we really could have uh, gotten a bit more explorative. That's funny. Yeah, but no, we yeah, both we'll, just kept each other completely in the dark about what we were cooking. <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to provide intermittent rhubarb updates. Uh, that's so funny. In the next few episodes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's. Uh, I'm gonna keep using it for sure. My parents still have a giant plant, and I still have three bags of frozen stuff in my freezer. So. Oh man, yeah. There's, there yeah. is there is life in that plant yet. We yep. just need to find it. Yeah. Speaking of finding life, <laughs> I'm gonna make this about social media somehow. Oh boy. Yeah. Are you trying to find life in a computer screen? Then then ah. don't. Then don't. Just just skip every other computer screen and go right to our Facebook page <laughs> or our Instagram. So eliquently done. Very Me nice. Pretty. <laughs> Very nice. That that was the most effective ad of all time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying nope. to let people know where they can find us and they can they can cook 
pretty with us. And, and uh, tell us, oh my God, please tell us how to use rhubarb. Please, please. Don't, I know. don't say in a pie. Don't, don't say in a pie. I, I made will, a pie. I burnt a pie. I will unsubscribe you from the podcast for you if you say in a pie. We have your general... <laughs> I think I we know, know what you state live. you're in. Yeah. <laughs> we can figure that out. I work for Zuckerberg, out. so I know where uh, you live. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, ideas, please. Uh, especially drink ideas. Why not? It's uh, I, I'm a shandy Why guy. Why not? Why not? Ooh, I did not, make a, I did not make a shandy with my rhubarb lemonade. Uh, surprising everyone. Yeah. I've, I just have been drinking the beers that are left in my fridge. So Wow, and without... Sh- without like adding lemonade to them yeah yeah that's very surprising they've been like porters stuff that would not go well with that so i'm surprised you didn't try <sighs> wow i'm upset with myself i think a rhubarb <laughs> i think a rhubarb shandy would be magnificent i'd be pretty good yeah yeah mm, mm. well thank you riley i feel like we have thoroughly thoroughly expressed our feelings for i rhubarb. i think I think this challenge was absolutely worth it because, if nothing else, it stimulated curiosity in yep. trying to find a a new frontier for this this ingredient that yeah everyone has just relegated to the world of of crappy pies. So this was kind of the opposite of our last episode, where it's like, well, we did mushrooms, we cooked mushroom stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like we have taken like a sharp right turn of like, nah, we're gonna try something that nobody really wants to eat, but we're gonna yeah, we're just but gonna we're gonna try and get some life in there. That's right, because that and we is tried what we and do. we got a little bit, but there's there's more. It's a fledgling, it's a fledgling love as yeah. of right now. We love it. You love it. That's why you're listening. And that's why you should follow us on Instagram at me cook pretty on Twitter at me cook pretty Riley, Riley. <laughs> I feel like I don't need to remind you of this because you have been doing this very vigilantly and we've barely talked because of this. But I... you need to remember, remember this for me, Riley. Okay. Don't forget, don't forget uh-huh. to live fast. Oh yeah. Yeah. That part. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, do, <sighs> do I also need to, is there is there a second part to that? Yeah, yeah, you know it. You got this, buddy. So I live fast. Oh, and cook pretty. Thank you. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>